Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. If you are wondering what we actually look like, you only hear us, we are now on YouTube. You want to watch this full episode? Join us on YouTube. Just search for Sex Talk with my mom. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Is this hydrating facial? Like, uh, is it code word for something that I don't know? No, no. Is this a facial? Like, uh, is she going to jizz all over my fucking face or something no, like that? What maybe, is this? Maybe it's just a jizz on her face. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. It's uncomfortable to talk about sex, but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Sex Talk with My Mom is the best mom-son podcast about sex. It's the only one as well. My mother is a cougar. My son is a clown. In a nutshell, my dad died. So my mother decided to create a YouTube channel all about sex, like all mothers do. And then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines. And thus, Sex Talk with My Mom was born. Welcome to Sex Talk with My Mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. Mother. I do. My mother. How are you doing today, mother? Uh, I'm doing great. How are you doing, son? I'm gearing up for a transition. I feel in flux. You know, I'm moving from Medellin, Colombia to Lima, Peru, and I think I'm experiencing a um, a cruise ship moment. Oh, no. You fell in love with a girl and you're leaving again? You know what's crazy? Okay, so for our new Sneaky Freak listeners who are just tuning in, uh, I've talked about this in the past. Uh, we have something on the show called the cruise ship girl. Uh, that's because, uh, when I was younger, we would go on cruises as a family and Wait, how, I would, how old were you? Would you say like an yeah, 12, 13? Yeah. yeah. Horny youth. And, uh, I would immediately fall in love with someone on the cruise who I maybe shared two words with. And then, <laughs> uh, the whole cruise I'd be looking for her. And then right. finally I'd find her at the very end and there would be like a botched situation where I was like, I didn't ask for her aim screen name or her, her phone number or whatever the fuck. And then for months afterwards, I'd be pining away for this fantasy woman. Okay. Wait, what was her name? Was like Kristen Walker. Kristen Walker was the original. And then it subsequently happened about six or seven times with and other their women names on different always, cruises. Yeah. And their names are always like Johnson or Smith or very generic, very generic names, names that I would not be able to find anywhere else. It was so cute though. Names that I would be able to find everywhere else, but for her, I wouldn't be able to find her, you know, you get it. Right. Okay. The right. point is, so of course, today's my last day in Medellin, Colombia. And of course I've matched this beautiful girl, just someone who I think I would imagine we would get along with perfectly. Hold get the along phone, hold uh, the phone. Yeah. You matched on some dating site? On a fucking dating app. And who knows? You know, this could have been the love of my life, even though she doesn't want to have children. I don't know how that's going to work out for us. How how do we know that already? <sighs> you get the feeling, Mom. You know, you, you see this feeling. profile and you just immediately, immediately fall in love. And then <laughs> you spend your whole life wondering, did I make a mistake for going to Lima on that day? Should I postpone one day just to see and her? 
And what, and you also like super analyzed her dating profile to find out that she doesn't want to have kids. She, yes, she, yes. And she honestly, she put very little information about herself in this dating profile. But you know that she is the llama. The llama, not the llama. Oh, love of my life. Yeah, yeah. She's the love of your life. All right. Well, yes. is, was her name Kristen on top of it? No. I think it's a, it's a very um, unique Spanish name, Ana. Like, Anna, the, oh, I'm sure you'll be able to find Anna again once you leave. <laughs> yes. Anna, what isn't it like one? No, I didn't get the in? didn't get even the first letter of the last name. You just got Anna in Anna. In, she in looks in like a cute, cute hipster girl who likes dancing, and she's got some tattoos, and that's all I need. And doesn't want kids. Unfortunately, she do. doesn't want kids. The fuck, Anna? Maybe after our first few years together. She'll realize. Oh, that for we're, sure, we're she's destined. gonna run and replicate you. So don't yeah. worry about that. Yeah. Sure. Anyway, so so I'm uh, I'm trying to figure out how I can have a quick coffee date with Anna before I leave. You you have some stress in your life. I gotta tell Extreme you. Extreme stress. You know. Yeah. Do you have any? Why stress are you going to want a coffee date with her? And then you're gonna find out that you're madly in love and you're gonna continue a long distance relationship when you're in the states. Why do I I have such a romantic pull? You know what is that? It's a fear of intimacy. You think it's a fear? It's rooted in fear? Yes. No, I don't think so. No, oh. I don't think so. I have an imaginative brain that likes to make up these fantasy situations. <laughs> it's my, and it's fun, you know? I think I think that's... Uh, I like the, that type of drama, I guess. You like drama. Well, not all drama. Like, uh, you know, the, when the, with all the anger and... and yeah, I don't like what? a lot of drama. You know, I don't... I actually hate drama. <laughs> Anyway, okay. could we just get on to the fucking show, Mom? I'm not the one who started that you're in flux. I'm in a full state of flux right now. I'm in turmoil and I'm madly in love with Anna. Well, All I'm right. in flux too, okay? Because I finally got a new dishwasher and it's broken. So I'm in flux as well. I'm so to- sorry. I yeah. That's horrible, Mother. Yeah. Yeah, it could right now be leaking all over the the whole entire complex. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Is so- it running right now? I don't know. It sounds like it's running when I, oh, God. When I walk in the... I just prefer to stay out of the kitchen. So oh, my fucking God. <laughs> um, anyway, I think it's time right now, Cam, to go into the Sneaky Freak Question of the Week. What do you the think? The Sneaky Freak Question of the Week is one of my favorite segments. It's where we get to chat with you, you sneaky fuck, and find out exactly what your sex life is like. Here's the question of the week. After sex... Do you prefer that the other person stays or leaves? And what is the most extreme thing you have done to make that happen? Mm, I like the extreme thing at the end there, don't you? You like that? Yeah. So, So, yeah, I'd like to go first on this. Okay, go for it, Moon. So the first time or one of the first times after I was single, you know, single the second time around. After my Um, father's death, you were going out yeah, exactly, exactly. So I started going on um, dates, in quotes. And one of the dates, I decided to have come back to the house. So we're in the house, messing around in the bed, done messing around. And it's like about one or two in the morning. And he's like, babe. You know how they all, everybody has babe. to call you babe. I, they always say babe. I'm 100% convinced it was so unique to me. But then I find out it's what everyone said Ew. During those times. And I think it's because I couldn't remember my name. Oh, I hate See, all of it. Now I got such a unique name, Karen, which is the most popular, third most popular name in the 60s. 
And now the meme of Karen being the bitch, no one ever forgets my name. But I digress. Back to the bedroom. So we're in the bedroom messing around. It's two in the morning. And uh, we talk a little bit. And all of a sudden, the guy goes to me, babe, you know, I got to get up early. Do you mind if I leave? I'm like, mind if you leave? Of course I don't mind if you leave. Get the fuck out. Who cares? I'm thrilled get if the you leave. fuck out. I mean, I didn't say it that rudely, but I was like, basically like, yeah, we're on the same page. He's like, wow, you're so cool. You're so much cooler than younger girls always want to stay and, you know, and cuddle and stuff. I go, no, I, I believe in a good night's sleep. <laughs> I've never had anyone sleep over. So what do you think? You, you don't think um, you feel those same hormonal shifts that make people want to cuddle and get close after sex? I don't want anybody touching me. <laughs> When I sleep, I like I like to be free. What about like right after sex? Though? You don't want to just have like the after play, the aftercare? A little aftercare for about five, ten minutes. And then all of a sudden uh, the oxytocin kicks in and it's time for bed, bed. Bed, bed. Wow. Bed, bed, night, night. Don't let the door kick you in the butt. And so that guy peaced out. He was so happy. I have no, I mean, we, he was skipping out of the room. <laughs> I would be too. I totally would. I, I, when I, I mean, it really depends if I really like the person and, you know, we're dating and obviously I'm going to want, you know, well, I was actually, that's say, not well, always the case. I, I, I really I, like the person. You just said you don't the, need to sleep with them. I like the I like the aftercare a little bit. And I like that they, to make sure that they feel like they're, you know, comfortable and taken care of, but I can't really sleep with anyone. So, yeah, yeah, I tend to want the other they... person to leave or for me to leave immediately. <laughs> so it, what percentage of the time it, so, so do you stay and leave? I basically will do whatever they ask until it gets about it, – it, once it gets to like 2 in the morning, I got to go, it, no matter what. It's just – I don't care. I mean, unless we're dating for like over a month, there's no way we're sleeping in the same bed. It's just too – I can't sleep. I'm going to be fucking shifting around. and the whole time, I'm going to be fucking dreaming about you. It's not good. It's it's not a good situation. So – Who are you dreaming about? I dream about the girl that I'm fucking hooking up with. After uh, probably Anna. After, after Anna's sleeping next to you soundly, not snoring, you're going to think – I need I need to have her leave and then cause so I can dream about her instead of being. I with think with I think with Anna I would actually I think I'd want to sleep in the same bed as her and just cuddle oh, with I, her all night long. I a hundred percent think Anna and you are gonna sleep peacefully, neither of you are gonna move, neither of you're gonna snore. As a matter of fact, sometimes I get mad when Dee's my boyfriend, when he breathes. <laughs> Not to mention all the other bodily sounds that can come out of him. So I, I, mean, I don't understand why people have this. Why? When did this become a thing that people are sharing the same bed? When, in the you Industrial don't, Revolution, they didn't even share the same. Before the Industrial Revolution, I remember reading about this. I remember it was like, even the only reason we started sharing beds is because we had to. Before then, no one shared a bed. Really? Yeah, no one even shared bedrooms. Because they got, the, you got these big-ass fucking beds, these big Kelly Queen beds, Kelly King beds. Why don't you just get two separate fucking beds? I don't know. As far as I'm concerned, two twins, whenever I get into a hotel room, they say, oh, I'm sorry, we don't have a king. We only have two doubles. I'm like, yes. Fucking love that. Fucking no no need for any kind of noises. And, you know, I'm really specifying, you know, intimate hookups where I really know the person. I I rarely do casual sex or casual hookups. 
just because I like, you know, I like to know the intimate, what? You rarely do casual hookups. You, you maybe net penetration, but you've all done a lot of casual hookups. No, 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 no. I usually care for the person a lot before hooking up. Okay. Once you care for the person a lot and you knew more than their first name, Anna, then what percentage of the time do you actually still want them to stay over? For the record, I will never call Anna babe. Okay. I will always remember her I name. liked it until I found out that it was a, a, a form of expression of just, it was definitely like a thing of the 2000 and late 2000. And Jesus Christ. After 2006. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Let's just move on because I'm starting to realize where I was and I'm trying to figure where out. Where were you? I, I think at that point. At that point, I could have been at home or I could have been at college. No, you were, first of all, you were not at home when I had anybody sleep over. Okay. All right. All right. Let's move on. Okay. Okay. To answer your question. was obviously home because he was a kid. To answer your question, during casual sex encounters, I want to get the fuck out almost instantaneously. I want to disappear like in Harry Potter. Okay. (laughs) All right. Or be which. Bing. Go. (laughs) Anyway. We're about to read some of the Sneaky Freaks situations. And I would like to say, if you guys want to become a part of this lovely little group of Sneaky Freaks, that we text once a week, no spam, a question of the week. And the number is... 310-356-3920. That's the number. Forget. Just text us and let us know. Just let us know what your situation is. That's it. Okay, let's res- let's uh, get into this. Here are some of your responses to after sex. Do you prefer the other person stays or leaves? What is the most extreme thing you have done to make that happen? L says, depends on the situation. If it's a hookup situation, I have a spare room. You can rest in it. I need my sleep. I don't just fuck for 10 minutes. I make love for hours. After, oh I want to sleep. If it's trash, I tell them I got to be somewhere. Most extreme was I told a female she had to leave because her pussy smelled. Oh. Oh. Oh, my God. First of all, he's calling her a female. Uh, Al, that is very funny. You think it's funny? Yes, I think it's funny. What what would you do if someone said your pussy smelled, you have to leave? Well, first of all, I I don't think anybody would ever say that to me since my pussy smells like roses. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) But anyway... I don't know. It sounds it sounds rather crass for yeah. him to just say that. Um, but it seems like he's got a situation down with the spare room. The spare room is clutch. I lived in a place where I had a spare room once, and I remember hooking up with someone, and then I slept in the spare room, and I let her stay, sleep in my bed. And were you, were you able to sleep? Yeah, I think I was. I mean, it was just a few hours, but uh, it was actually my roommate's bed. Anyway. We yeah, don't want to talk about that situation. Yeah, I, f- I fucked and then slept in my roommate's bed. It's kind of strange. Okay. Well, uh, does that Leah's... have to do with the wet spot? The wet spot? Yeah, remember we did we, that. That was our question last week. What was the question? What do, what do you do about sleeping in the wet spot or oh. not? It wasn't a question. It was just a little discussion that we had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it had nothing to do with the wetness. It had just to do with the fact that there was another human in my twin bed. Um, okay, Leah says, I prefer to cuddle after sex. I have never had a different partner than my husband, though I would imagine I would be the person to try to have a round two. I would imagine I would be the person to try to have a round two if the other was trying to leave. Oh, she like pulls this guy back in and says, hey, 
You want to leave? How about a round two instead? I think she was probably in the late 40s. What? Late 40s? <laughs> yeah, she had a, like, like a renewed adolescence, and she wanted to do it twice in a night. Uh, you know, that, that's what I think is going on there. Let us know. Uh, what, what, what about her just being kind of like in her, her young, you not so young, but like, you know, early 20s or something. You can have a lot of uh, stamina then. Yeah. Okay. But those those girls in the late forties, they get they can go from marathons. Oh my fucking god! You with the cougar talk? All right. Thank you, Leah. I, I'm uh, happy to hear your perspective. Andrew says I actually prefer to be left alone after sex for the first fifteen to thirty minutes while I collect, <laughs> while I col- while I collect my thoughts and rejuvenate. I don't get too extreme, but I usually just let them know to give me a minute and ignore them until I have caught my breath. Wow. wow. I love that. I like, you know, he comes back and he says, okay, we can spend time now. I've, 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 I've had time to reflect on this experience that we just had about five minutes ago. He's probably a Pisces like you. That's fucking hilarious. You know, it's interesting though. You know, Andrew needs his time to collect his breath, to, to collect his thoughts and, and rejuvenate while his partner might be saying, hey, I, I need to... Uh, have some some love right now and then what do you do in that situation when you guys want two different things i don't know maybe rotate one day on one day off oh i love that that's that approach is good i remember i think it's first with d's we like to listen to music afterwards now it's like what channel do you want to watch on tv (laughs) go into there go Go into tv mode jesus christ i wonder how many people just turn off the electronics for sex turn them back on immediately when sex is done. You, how quickly do you go to TikTok after fucking? I, I TikTok during. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, no, that's one time. I can tell you that's this one time that I do not TikTok during sex. Okay. I'm very happy to hear that you don't fucking TikTok during sex, mom. Jesus Christ. You know, when I was sending out this question, I thought for sure we'd get a lot of responses from men saying, I want to get the fuck out, and from women saying, I want them right. to stay and cuddle. You know, that's the the trope, the stereotype. And, and also, remember the stereotype back in the day when you'd have sex, and then the next thing you know, you'd smoke a cigarette? Yeah, yeah. No cigarettes involved. I haven't heard any cigarettes. Well, it's interesting, though, that a lot of these responses actually don't, reflect that for example colette says it depends if they snore well, so I'm, i guess I'm if, they're snor- if they're snoring she wants them out i mean this is what i thought of when i first read the question i had a guy literally it was very mediocre sex kind of guy that was like are you okay are you okay are you okay very very not cool sex and then turns over and starts snoring and that's when i literally had to wake him up and say ah it's time to leave wow Time to go night night now in your own snorry bed. <laughs> your own snorry bed. Oh my god, was he offended or no? I didn't give a rat's ass. It was time to go. It was. You don't think it's the chivalrous thing to do for the guy to just stick around and just hang out if she wants to cuddle? I think that's a myth. That's a myth. That that she would even want that. I don't want it. I don't know who else would want it. Okay, well, Raylene says, I'm married, so I can't really ask my husband to leave. I do like an after-romp snuggle sesh myself. So she's someone who likes to cuddle afterwards. A snuggle snuggle sesh. And and then Denise says, I like them to stay. Otherwise, it's kind of like a weird, why did they leave? Am I not good enough moment? Never done anything extreme to keep a partner around. 
nor drive them away. See, yeah, I mean, Denise is like acting like on the stereotype of like there has to be a relationship between sex and what you do after sex. And I, I think there's no relationship. Well, but also that it, the, anything that the person does right. uh, reflects on your ability to fuck or, or, or who you who what you are. relationship is. Yeah, it, it's not a, you know, that people might act very differently after orgasming or during orgasming. And it, it could just be their history, you know, coming up and, and affecting them. It, it might have nothing to do with you. Most likely, you're just a projection of, of something that they've grown to believe. So... Oh, Mr. Psychological. Well, I'm just saying she shouldn't be saying, hey, why did they leave? Am I not good enough? No, it's not. It has nothing to do with her being good enough. Of course she's good enough. I 100% agree that it does nothing to do with good enough. Yeah. So fuck this person if, you know, well, not fuck them, but (laughs) maybe find out what's driving them to leave. Is it that they can't sleep when when you're around or, or when anyone's around? What, you know, what's the deal there? It might not even have anything to do with that, Cam. It might have to do with, um, just the person's insecurity from something that happened in their past because it exactly. may not have any, anything to do with the present. Exactly. Let's move on. Sage says, if it's casual, I prefer they leave. If I'm in love, I want them to smother me after they orgasm. That's very sweet. <laughs> the smothering? There's also this difference. There's a period of time after sex. Yes, That's yes. the aftercare period, you know, 5, 10, 20 minutes. In my and- case, two two minutes and and then there's you know the whole rest of the evening you know from like an hour onward after sex you know the all the every everything is kind of worn down you know do they need to stick around you know who knows? i wonder how many people like want to psychoanalyze their orgasm hey was it a little better on a scale of one to ten what did you think Amanda says it depends on the person and our connection. If the connection is there and they are post-sex cuddlers, then I'm all for being held for hours post-coital. I find that my main partner is not super into cuddling after sex, and that's fine. But one of my ethical side partners loves to cuddle afterwards, and I'm all about it. There was one time I slept with someone, and the sex was terrible. So, and I wanted to, so I wanted him to leave. Sounds like she took a page out of my book there. He did not leave and would not take the hint, so I left him in my apartment and went to hook up with someone else I was seeing. Amanda, you little seeker sneaky freak. Not one of my finest moments, a fact that was highlighted by my roommate calling me freaking out at 4 a.m. wondering who the hell was in our apartment. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. If someone, if I was with someone and they, leave. they left the apartment to go hook up with someone else, that would not be a fine moment for me. Wait. It would be very difficult. She left it. She left the apartment. Yes. Not her boyfriend. Correct. Or not her, whatever her she was. Yeah. That, that, you know, that's something that I don't know a lot about. I don't know a lot about post-sex when you have like this, you know, polyamorous relationships or open it's, relationships. I think it's, I, I guess it would depend on your relationship with this person, you know, the relationship contract that you've established with them. But for me, my relationship contract would feel very uncomfortable. I would feel very uncomfortable if someone just, we fucked and then they went out and fucked someone else immediately and then, following. And then compared. Oh, God. Oh, God. Anyway, Amanda, I'm glad that it worked for you, though. I mean, you're doing your own thing and uh, you're you're creating ethical side relationships that work for you. I'm, I'm all for that. I don't know if her roommate was for having some rando in the next room, though. Yeah, I guess not. This is a crazy story. 
this is wild. Cam, our namesake. Do you want me to go for my namesake? Cam says, I prefer they stay. After all, drunken sex is just an awesome as middle of the night sex, which is as great as first thing morning sex. If the sex was that good, of course, you want to make that moment last as long as possible. Door dash some Starbucks and get in one last time. Okay. That's the first part of his response okay. or her response. I don't know if Cam is a guy or a girl. However, I was once in a situation where I was 21 after a house party that I found a drunken, frisky, underage girl in my bed basically begging for sex. I knew her from church. While she laid spread across my bed in a drunken haze, I snuck her phone away and opened her recent calls and called her dad on speakerphone. I then asked her again how bad she wanted me, and she was on. She went on a dirty, slutty rant with enough explicit language to make Ron Jeremy blush. Her dad heard it. Ron Jeremy is. Yeah, I know who fucking Ron Jeremy is. Her dad heard it and angrily called out her name. She sat up in a state of shock, trying to figure out where that familiar voice was coming from. As soon as she saw the phone, she grabbed it and ran into the guest room, bawling while her dad was cursing her out. Sorry, Hermione. Harmony, I told you to wait a couple of years, but you left me no choice. Lol, had to get the guilt off my chest. Oh, my fucking God. Cam, I'm glad he, Cam, his name's your namesake, got the guilt off his check. chest. Holy um, fucking shit. We, I did not expect to hear that. That's a wild story. <laughs> would, you, would that even ever occur to you that, like, this is the way to, to get someone to stop asking for sex by calling their father and asking and humiliating them well i was in a different situation like that where there was a girl that the father came over to the house looking for her really i was in another room yeah oh you've and told heard, this story on yeah the fucking show it's a crazy story oh yeah, yeah but yeah. the essence of it was that the father came looking for her and she was like hiding somewhere but uh yeah i, I i'm glad i don't have to deal with the 20 21-year-olds and under. That's, oy, not, oy, that's oy. not fun. Oh, my fucking God. Ah, especially in today's climate, it's definitely not something you want to mess around with like that. Woo. Uh, Cheryl says, uh, since I'm married to the person that I have sex with, I prefer them to stay. Good for you, Cheryl. Uh, did we? I, did, I, did I move on from camp too quickly? Did we have anything else that we, wanted to, we needed to wrap I'm, up there? No, I think we hit, hit every point on the, on the, on the head. Okay. I, I mean, we didn't mention the, the first part of it, which is all about the fact that he thinks that middle of the night sex is as great as first thing in the morning sex or drunken sex. This is a good question of the week, by the way. Yeah, this, I remember this. Yeah, because for me, those are not all equal. Nah. What's your nah. favorite time of the day to have sex? You know, I when he mentions this now, or she, I don't know, Kim. With Anna. Middle, with Anna. When, Anna and I could fuck at any time of the day, night, whatever. I I actually think if I don't have anything the next day, middle of the night sex might be very fun. You wake up after like one round of REM sleep and then you then fuck. Do it again. And then you go back to sleep. I think that would be great. You know, you because you guys are kind of in this relaxed, you know, altered state. I think that'd be amazing. You've never done that. I think I must have done this. I'd be like, uh, we're done here. You wouldn't want that type of sex? No. What when do you need I've to have done sex? it when I was when I was younger, I definitely have done that. But uh, I'm one and done here. Morning or night? Oh, night. It's gotta be night. Why? I got the whole you know, the room set up, the candles, the 
The weed. I, I'm not doing that first thing in the morning when I wake up. Mm, the weed. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Just remember, I got the whole thing set up. I'm not about to do that first thing in the morning with morning breath and a whole business. Yeah, the morning breath is not that fun, but you go and brush the teeth and then you come back. It's still pretty fun. Well, Cam, you and Anna should ha go and have all day long sex. I'm going to suggest this to her. Anyway, thank you for, for both of those responses, Cam and Cheryl. I think we're coming to the end of this this little we had a bunch ron more. rendezvous. Not, rendezvous. We had a bunch more. Um, I was a surprised at how many responses we got. I got someone named April who said, we stay in bed for hours and then go at it again. We have never just hit it and quit it. So she's on your page. We had Jordan who says, I think they should stay. If I've invited you to my bed and consented to a roll around, roll around is a hilarious term. I often expect some form of wrap up time that includes light cuddling or mutual relaxation. If they leave right after, I hope they also left me a $10 bill on the table for my services. $10 is not that much for your services. Yeah, Jordan. really, $10. You got to go into the thousands if you're talking about me. I think this question has a lot to do with if you're in a relationship or you're not in a relationship and and whether or not you t treat sex and love in the same, you know, the same category. There's a lot it's it's deeper. It's a deeper thought process. It is a little deeper than this than we than I anticipated. Well, fine. How about we wrap up with the the elder statesman Tom? That sounds good. How at this point how old do you think Tom is, mom? Tom, I know is like 70. Tom says, because you always are guessing that he's 71 and he's always 70. Is he 71 yet? I don't know. At this point, he might be 71 since the time we started talking about that he was 71. Uh, Tom says, with my wife, we usually cuddle for a short while. I don't have to do anything to make that happen. It is natural and I love it. I love it. But back in the dating days when I was a, a fuck for fuck's sake and no emotional <laughs> attachment, I'd pull my pants on and leave or push her ass out of bed and drive her home ASAP. At least he drives her home. That's very nice of him. <laughs> That's such a nice, nice Tom. It's a nice Tom. Nice, nice Tom. That actually was a. It is very sweet that he he loves it and he cuddles. I the think wife. a lot. To, we haven't even talked about it. Depends on if it's your bed and you're dating or it's her mm. bed and you're dating. Yeah. Great question. Yes. I just think it's easier to leave if if it's if it's their bed. But it's much better for like if you want to set up your whole fuck then. That they come to your place. Yeah. Oh my God, do I have a story about this? Is it time to thank you very much for everyone who's uh, responded to this question? I wish we had time to get to everyone, but um, please, if you want to join us, give us a text at 310 356 3920. And also, it'll be in the show notes if you forget what that number is. That's right. Just go to wherever you listen to podcasts, and there should be something in the show notes about that. A little text number. Can I give you a quick update, Mother? Yeah, what's going on in your life in Medellin, Cam? I finally learned to pronounce it and you're leaving. I have discovered I love two things that are not work-related. Okay? Okay. One. Your mother. That's work-related. One. Uh -uh. Salsa, uh -uh. salsa dancing. Oh, Yes. I took some salsa classes and I was How just fun. over the fucking moon. Oh. And then two. What do you what do you like about it? I found it to be very exhausting. No, it's very fun. I'm completely present. I'm moving my body. It's a it, it it's That's what uh, I think I don't like about it. I don't like to I don't like to move my body. 
I love to move the body. It gets the endorphins going. And then, so I'll, okay, so so last week I discovered the salsa dancing studio near me. It's very big in Medellin, in Colombia in general. I think it's a, definitely big in all Hispanic countries. So, yeah, I really I really felt like I came away with like an understanding more for the culture, you know, the, the whole vibe that people- Do they ever, wear the whole costume? No, no, no. And these people are unbelievable. So I was paired with this girl. Anna? Her name was Daniela. Okay. She she probably was in her twenties, mid twenties. Very cute girl. She danced like a pro. I had a two hour lesson with her. Couldn't stop smiling the whole fucking time. Were you like sexually attracted to her? Yes. I, I was starting I felt myself getting aroused and I said, Okay, you gotta cool <sighs> you gotta fucking cool this. Because it's she's like touching my one of the dance moves involves her like rubbing her whole hand down my chest. I'm like Jesus Christ, what is this? What kind of <laughs> fucking sneaky freaks are doing these salsa dances? And, and and so I left there after having learned some the basic foundations of of uh, salsa. And I wonder if you can do this on YouTube or or any Instagram and for our no our, no no our sneaky freaks no. No, we're no, not there you're yet. Just keeping that to yourself. Yeah. That hidden to, challenge. No, to me and Anna and Daniela. Oh, for you and Anna. Oh, you think and, Anna's and, a- and Julian. This is a guy who I had another salsa dancing lesson with. Do you think Anna is expecting you to do some salsa dancing with her? Yes, she's into dancing. Uh, I told you she's. That's the one she's thing perfect. I know about. She's, she's perfect. perfect. <laughs> can't get better. You just can't get better than her. You have no idea. <laughs> No clue what she looks like from the waist no, down. No, I have that. No, oh yeah, waist down. Don't know. Ah, uh, there might be one picture from the waist down. I don't know. You don't even know if it's her picture. It could be a catfishing. You're, you're actually right because I did. I matched with someone else on Tinder. Uh, yes, exactly like Anna. Yesterday, and I was like, oh my god, this girl's beautiful, and she's asking me immediately for my WhatsApp number. She wants to get together badly. Uh-huh. And then she starts texting me, "Hey, where are you? What are you doing?" And then I didn't respond. You fell for this bot. And then she, mom, it's not a bot. She's she's texting me through WhatsApp. Cam, what's up? Where, what are you up to? And then I look on Tinder and she's no longer talking to me. She's, she unmatched me on Tinder, but she's keeping to, to WhatsApping me. It, she's a prostitute. <laughs> How do you know? Did she mention money in any form? No, but it's very, it was very evident. I, mom, who the fuck immediately asked for your WhatsApp number and wants to get together so badly? And constantly is that, and then the picture is her with the boobs out and everything. And oh, very, I mean, that, that's happy. happened in, in our family gatherings where one, one of, I wonder why either D's or one of the other guys gets these, these random questions like, you know, are you naked right now? And then he'll go off and, you know, go no, but this town. is that that is a bot. This is a real person. I mean, it's because uh, prostitution is decriminalized. Remember Craigslist? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Craigslist that would happen. Anyway, can we get back to the so I so after the salsa dancing, I was feeling very amped up, okay. as you can imagine, and um, I I walked past this restaurant and I saw this beautiful girl sitting alone, with a placemat just for one, and uh, I walked past her at first and I said, no no no, five four three two one go in five four three two one. I just took a salsa class. Let's fucking go. I went oh, back to her. Give you confidence. Went back to her, and I went up to her, and I said, Perdón, ¿estás aquí solo? ¿Sola? Are you here alone? And uh, I'm not even sure I've said that correctly. But she said, uh, no, I have a novio, a boyfriend. He's here. Uh, 
she pointed at him and then I fucking skedaddled said okay bye that was it and I left and walked away oh okay so no harm no foul no harm no foul but the salsa dance really gave me the mo- the uh, the ammo the the, I'm the energy happy. to do that yeah carry that with you I did and then I went to this restaurant and sat next to a girl at the bar she turned out to be dating the, the DJ but I still had a nice conversation with her I wonder how many girls go by themselves to a bar or a restaurant and don't intend to meet up with anybody. I don't think that often. Do you? Do you ever go to a restaurant or bar by yourself and intending not to meet up with anyone? Only if I'm traveling, like for. Right, if you're traveling, right. Yeah, the hotel bar. This is why I tell these young guys to go to hotel bars and meet women that way. Yeah. There's always yeah. women that are by themselves and they're much more uh, available. It's a good move. Yep. Anyway, so the salsa if you dancing. To learn more about that. Go check out my book on Amazon. It's called "Fuck Games Day Cougars" by Karen Lee Foden. Little shout out. Little shout out to my book. Uh, the salsa dancing uh, was a revelation. It was a, one of the highlights of my time in Medellin. I'm glad. Another highlight, another thing that I absolutely love is getting uh, massages in Medellin. <laughs> Plural. No, just one massage, but I imagine if I had multiple, I would enjoy it as well. I have more to share about this, but um, I want to make sure you get a chance to... Uh... Oh, no. I, I, you can't leave me hanging there with that. What, okay, what then I'll take the time. Massage? So, um, first of all, it was at my house, my apartment that I'm staying at. Have you ever um, had someone come to your apartment before and give you a massage? No, certainly not. And I didn't know. It is really. awkward. It is, it's very awkward. Right, because you get him at your place, huh? I have. He's in Thailand right now, but he came a couple of times to my place. And it's it's extremely awkward when you don't know if you should, should take a, your clothes off. Exactly. Part of it on, yes, exactly. There's no, I mean, what I needed a little more direction from this girl because she was telling me, she looks at me and at one point. She goes, have you ever had a massage before? What do you mean? I was like, yeah, I said that. What do you mean? I was like, well, I've had it in spas, but not in my house. I mean, where's the, there was no fucking top sheet. It's just a table with the sheet on her. And then there's like a little towel. No, Arthur, my masseuse always has a top sheet on. Okay. Well, there in, in Medellin, there's no fucking top sheet. I basically, she said, if you want an extra towel, go get an extra towel. And she's like, you should be naked. And I was like, oh, oh my bl- God. Full this, blown this is... naked on a fucking table. Just this... splayed out. <laughs> Is this like a happy ending massage? I didn't know. I, and then she kept asking me in Spanish, you know, the, the package that you got comes with a hydrating facial. And after I'm, you're I'm, naked? And I'm like, okay. Yeah, after I'm naked. And I said, okay. And then I'm starting to think, is this hydrating facial? Like, a, is it code word for something that I don't know? No, no. Is this a facial? Like, a, is she going to jizz all over my fucking face or something no, like that? What maybe, is this? Maybe it's just a jizz on her face. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Hydrating I, facial. So I get yeah. on the fucking, the, the little fucking bed or whatever that shit is. That, what is what they bring over there? A and table. The a, table. Portable table. And at first I have my boxers on because I'm feeling uncomfortable. Then I'm just splayed out. And uh, and then I realized, okay, it's not going to be that comfortable if I'm having my boxers on the whole fucking time. She's got all this oil going everywhere. So take the fucking boxers off. You're and stark naked except you left your socks on. Stark naked, no socks, no nothing. Uh, I think at this point she put a little towel, like a little, it looked like a hand towel across my, my ass. Why? How often do you get massages completely ass naked? 
Never. As a matter of fact, I'm beginning to think that this was some sort of like a prostitute. This is what I started thinking. I was like, wait a minute. I don't know what's about to happen. Then I started thinking, you know, I've been oh. hearing people. Oh, they, pe- there's this this drug called scopolamine in in that is very popular for people to use in Colombia, where they will drug people and then basically it's like a truth serum that gets people completely fucked up. They end up taking all their money and all the shit. I'm like, what? What if that's part of the hydrating oh facial? God. What's gonna and then and then oh I'm my God. and at the same time I'm getting and then massage? and then it's so paranoid and at the same time she's literally rubbing every part of my body. No way. Uh, she rubbed it, your dick? Up up my ass, it, around my, uh, the cheeks, and my fucking tits. All, all my hands are above my head. She's going, oh it's fucking, Wait, just spreading, probably... uh, spreading oh, my legs, pushing uh, against the inside of my thigh. I was like, what? She's literally, it, what, it, she tells me to flip over. This is like over. a dream come true. <laughs> she tells me to flip over. I got naked? The, I'm naked. So I got the little towel, the little hand towel over my dick. And she's like grabbing my dick and pushing the towel underneath it, like tucking the towel under my dick she to give her more her access. She's like pushing around my dick. What? Pushing it around and like With moving it as if it's like a fucking arm or something like that. You oh know, just. Oh my God. And I'm like, I don't know if this is going to end. Like, did you did you have an erection the whole time? Yep. Entire time. And, and, and in fact, at the end, I. I, I don't want to know what happened at the end of this. At the end, uh, it ended. She did not give me a happy ending. I was thinking the whole time, what if I? What's going to happen if she asks me if I want a happy ending, or if she just starts giving me a happy ending? What am I going to do in this situation? I'm surprised you didn't come before that even occurred to you. I was, I, I was concerned about that as well. Actually, well, what happened? Well, that's what the hand towel was for. She wouldn't have used a hand towel had I not said, "Put a fucking towel on this thing." <laughs> So, it, so then at the end, you know, we finish not sexual, and I start putting on my clothes again. Was she attractive? She's cute. She got more attractive as as you lost clothing. No, she was she was both both. So at the end, I go. Mucha gente, uh, muchos los hombres tienen erecciones cuando oh tienen masajes. You asked about the erecciones. I asked if it's very common that the guys get Why? erections because Why? I was curious. I couldn't believe how how could someone possibly get a rub down like this and not get an erection? You were supposed to get a happy ending and you just... She just I don't did, think so. I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, 100%. What? There's 100% you... Wait! Were, no way. You didn't get a happy ending because you were too paranoid with the fucking hand towel. You don't... That's, you think... No way. You think she would have given me a happy ending? I don't think so. A hundred percent. She's rubbing around the dick. What is, what is, what is that? Is that she's part not of touching record? the dick. She's just kind of flopping it around. She's moving it to side to side to move in, to get into my inner legs. That is touching your dick. Yeah, but it wasn't like a, it, it was not, she was like using the hand towel. It wasn't it's sexual. Call, she was just trying to keep it everything clean after you came. I don't know. <laughs> I, I was very confused by the situation. You were not confused. You were just like thinking that it was one thing when it, you were being you were offered a happy ending. Maybe if you, said I was not like, offered it, and I was no, not. But gonna, if you had said something, she yeah. If I said, said, "Hey, do you do these? twenty pesos and you yeah, pay two dollars, you'd be getting a happy ending." I thought. I thought. You know what would I? What would happen if I said, "Hey, do you do you ever do a feliz 
año nuevo. Happy New Year. You're asking for a bargain? No, no, no. You wanted a, a, no. a Groupon or something? I, what do they call them? Fin, fin felices? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know what they call them. I call it happy endings, and you probably could have gotten one if you offered her another couple dollars. Uh, Jesus Christ. Well, I didn't know. I, 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 what I was would you so have concerned. Done? You would have been mortified, I guess. I was so concerned that she was even coming to my place, the stranger coming over, that I told, the, I told the security guard, when she leaves, make sure I'm with her. If I'm not with her, there's a problem. I'm, oh, my God. Yeah, I, he thought I was nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Were you looking all over to see if she brought any weapons? Uh, no, I was mainly just concerned about the drugs. Because oh. I have heard so many stories. Even my friend who lived, who's lived here for eight years, he's this Venezuelan guy, he tells me he got drugged twice with that scopolamine. Wow. Well, Isn't it was fucked it during up? A, was it during a massage? No, but you, you could imagine. I heard from other guys that they hook up with someone, they come over and they, they have that type of drug on their tits and they lick it and next thing you know, they're fucking Isaac Hyden, they're giving them all their cryptocurrency. I heard you about this I, shit. You think Anna likes to do that kind of thing? I, I don't think Anna would do that to me. Why? And honestly, I would give Anna some cryptocurrency if she asked for it. I just, apparently, she, they don't ask. They just do. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's... Whoa, Those are all the Cam's revelations life. that's that's happening in my life. Wow. Yeah. You have a lot more excitement than I do. Man. What's what's going on over there? Um, well, I've been looking at wedding venues with your sister. Okay. So we go to this one wedding venue, it was like perfect. Um, and there was a band that was setting up and the band leader's name their name was Tino and his brother Pino came up to us. What? Tino and Pino? Tino and Pino. And Pino starts relentlessly hitting on me. He's like an Italian guy. Oh, my fucking God. And he said, are you single? And I said, no, I'm not single. And then he goes, do you know how to make pasta? I go, yeah, you take the pasta and you dump it in some boiling water. He goes, uh-uh-uh. I think that's what his like line is. Like, that, Do you know that, how to make pasta? Yeah. And of course, just, you're talking to the worst chef in history that can burn. I can, I'm the only one who could fuck up pasta. <laughs> burn pasta? Burn it or it'll become out soggy. Unbelievable. Anyway, How was my sister responding to all this? She and her fiance were both appalled. Oh, it was like, a, <laughs> he was legitimately hitting on you. Right in front of them. Like, oh, we're, God. Like, and then I were said, Were you something flattered like, by this? Yeah, kind of. It was, it was, he probably does it to everybody that's over the age of 30. But it was it was just funny because he says he's from like Sicily. And I go, aren't aren't all the gangsters from Sicily? And he the was gangsters. like kinda, you know, the mafia. And he was kinda like, you know, like, yeah, like that like that's a turn on. I'm like, oh boy, I gotta I gotta pasta making mafioso over here. I'm right yeah. the Sopranos. Yeah, you got Tony Soprano over there. But if I didn't have Tony Soprano, I have Spider-Man. What? I get an email from this guy named Spider-Man, and he says, Hi, Karen. I want to tell you that I'm a huge fan of your channel, and I love the content you put on YouTube. You are absolutely a beautiful older woman. I'm 19 years old, and I really oh. like older women. 19. No way. I get really turned on, and my eggplant, he puts an emoji of an eggplant, gets hard every time I see you. I want to make a little deal with you. If I send you a pic of my eggplant, will you send me a pic of you naked? And he spells out naked, like N space, A case, the whole thing. This will make my day so much. 
Thank you oh. so much, Karen, from Drew. Man, um, you can make Spider-Man 1997 um, it, very... Day. You can make his day. Do you realize the, the power you wield, yield right now? Did he really think that I am going to send a picture of myself naked for a picture of his lovely eggplant? What do you uh, think I you, should do? Are you going to? I was thinking about it, and the answer is no, I am not going to do it. Yeah. Do you think so anyone that, would do that? Do I think anybody would do that? I don't think so. I think Spider-Man is like, you know. He's, he's done. Mm. Spider-Man Spider has to come up with a new tactic. But he had some nice words for you. He did. It was very <coughs> sweet. And, uh, yeah, I, I didn't get uh, hit on other than uh, Spider-Man and Pino. Or Tino. I, I don't know if it's ne there was a Nino, the Tino, and a Pino. Oh, my God. It's literally out of a, a, a sketch or a movie. Yes. Thank you very much for that update, Mother. Do you have I any knew. mom's news? I have. I actually have mom's news. Mom's news. Mom's news. Mom's news. Mom's news is a segment of the show where my mother shares earth-shattering, groundbreaking, need-to-know info. What do we got this week, Mother? Oh my God! This is uh, this was in the news from the Hill publication. The Hill is actually a, a reputable source, right? You're, why do you say actually? Like I don't always get reputable usually sources. your source is a fucking tabloid. Well, this is kind of wild. An American Airlines flight interrupted by sounds of moaning, groaning on a PA system. Oh, the American Airlines says a mechanical issue was responsible for strange sounds coming from a, a plane's public announcement system during a flight from Los Angeles to Dallas. A viral video posted on social media showed one passenger's reaction to the strange sound, which he described as somewhere between orgasm and vomiting. Oh. I'm, I'm thinking sex. What are you thinking? I'm thinking sex as well, but uh, I did, did you read the rest of this article or no? Yeah. The video posted by Emerson includes a message from a confused flight attendant who apologized for the irritating sound, in quotes. Please be patient with us. We know it's very uh, it's a very odd anomaly, and none of us are really enjoying it. So we do appreciate your attention. Just a few more moments until we figure out how to turn it off. The flight attendant can be heard saying over the PA system. In the video, Collins theorizes that someone may have broken into the intercom system, a sentiment that is apparently shared by one of the flight attendants. Do you think there was really fucking going on? I don't know. I thought it was a hack I because I, I had heard about this. You um, did. But then American Airlines denies it was hacked when the plane's intercom played nonstop grunting and moaning. But who's? how are they playing nonstop grunting and moaning? It's like, where is that coming from? I don't know. But, but all I know is this is uh, Collins who was responding about the sounds on the plane. So all I know is that it was thoroughly entertaining and the best in-flight entertainment I've had in quite some time. Oh, my fucking God. I would have been dying. I probably. You think you would have been aroused by that? I kind of, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I would definitely have enjoyed it. I don't know if I would be aroused by it. Oh my fucking god! I'm trying to find out if this was actually a uh, uh, a hoax. Yeah. Not, not as per the people on the plane. Unbelievable. They found a strange situation pretty amusing. It definitely got you your fear of flying out of, out of the way for a little, a few minutes. Yeah, I, I'm flying the. Uh, Colombian equivalent to Spirit Airlines and uh, tomorrow. Oh, so here's hoping I make it to uh, Lima, Peru. Hopefully they have some uh, sexy sounds playing over the intercom. All right, thank you for that. Mom's news. Mom's news. Mom's, Mom's news. news. Are you guys ready for 
the time of the show where you get so horned up you need to ask for a fucking hand towel to cover your fucking cock. A a hand towel to to cover your juicing bits. It's Cam's Uppers. Cam's Uppers is a place to be. Fun living is the life for me. Cam's Uppers is a segment of the show where I share something near and dear to my heart. Something that my mother typically finds... Dull and boring. Or... Arousing. Or... Funny. It's Cam's Uppers. I can't believe you found this uh, this segment arousing. Most people... um, yeah, I never I, found I, it arousing, but you, I you, thought I'd bring that up because we're talking about a lot of arousals. Okay, well, this is the um, this is the thing I've been thinking a lot about this week. It's a quote from Paulo Coelho. Oh, that, that, oh, oh, whoa! He's like that spiritual fiction writer that I like. And what does he write? He wrote The Alchemist. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. What was that other one? What was oh, the other the one? one? Eleven. Eleven minutes. Yeah, eleven minutes. Yeah. Or 12 minutes. Fucking love that shit. Some, yeah, I remember reading it and I was thinking, this is boring. I got this quote. I loved it. I got this quote from um, someone on Tinder, not Anna. Uh, it says, Se valiente, toma riesgos. No hay nada que sustitutiva sustitutiva a la experiencia. Are you showing off your Spanish right now? No, I'm quoting Paulo Coelho in translation is, Be bold, take risks. There's nothing that substitutes for experience. He says that as you're getting on a rickety airplane, that can has like two, like one propeller. <laughs> I have all. I I think you know this whole trip. I've been trying to plan stuff out, make sure things are as the perfect as ex, the experiences I could have, and um, I think he's right in that. Sometimes you just got to go for it and just try it out. And it, even if it's not right, now you know for the future. Like I discovered I don't like taking tours, like tourist tours when traveling. I yeah. just don't like that shit. It just feels yeah. like I'm going to a tourist trap and paying for that. And you like but to I, do the authentic tour. Exactly. And I, I couldn't really like figure You like to get that, happy endings and not ask for them. That's exactly right. Yes. And I couldn't figure that out without doing, without having the experience. You know, taking the risk of inviting the stranger over and in, in, uh, having her chastise me for not knowing how to get receive a massage. That's the type of that's risk I'm felt? trying to take. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, well, I, you know I, what? You know what? That's an Eleanor Roosevelt quote. Do something every day that scares you. No, this is a Paulo Coelho quote, mom. This is Cam's uppers. This is not Karen Lee's uppers. Well, I agree. Go ahead. All right. Well, that no, that's that's all I got. I, I want to encourage everyone to take risks, you know, safe risks that don't harm that yeah. you know, don't really harm you and definitely definitely don't don't harm anyone else. But I think that yeah, the experience is is way better and and more powerful than trying to figure everything out ahead of time. What do you think? I I like to know ahead of time what I'm getting into. Yeah. Okay. Maybe this but is I where I get it But I think being spontaneous is fun. Yeah. Like I was spontaneous the other day. We we're on the way. To get something to eat, and your sister gets a call that we could have had. We had two free tickets to see Jack Johnson, and we took them. There we go. That was that was That's just nuts, crazy. About, I, I'm I'm just fearless. You're fearless to go to that Jack Johnson concert. <laughs> um. Well, I think this is uh. That's it for That's it. for this. That's it for you guys. This wonderful week. No, we got nothing else. I want to I want to thank all of our sneaky freaks especially the ones on Patreon. Patreon, you can donate five bucks a month. It really helps us to keep our lights on, keep our costs 
low. You know, we're it still just shows your costs. support for this this mother son duo that uh, it's tirelessly it's nice, work for you. It's a beautiful gift. Also, if you want, if you're enjoying the show, please do us a favor. Leave a rating and a review wherever you're listening to this. If you're on Spotify, you could just hit that rating button. If you're on Apple Podcasts, you can go to that review tab and just leave us a rating and review. You can go to ratethispodcast.com slash mom if you need help figuring out how to leave a rating and review. And as always, patreon.com slash sextalkwithmymom. Patreon.com slash sextalkwithmymom to give us that financial support that we so appreciate. Thank you all. We love you you to the moon. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and having a little happy ending. Whee! It worked. It, I didn't have a happy ending, but it worked. Next time, have a little happy ending. <laughs> you you would support me in it? 100%. I didn't oh, pay wow. the extra $2. Oh, Jesus Christ, mother. All right. Love you all. Love you. Bye. Bye. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.